Welcome to the Mixed and Melted Podcast. I am Elle Ballard, a bicultural woman, mother, wife, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, I will help you navigate entrepreneurship as women of the world, a multinational bicultural woman. I will interview female business owners navigating the cross-cultural dynamics of building a business sustainably, ethically, and in community. In this raw and real conversations, I will explore what it's like to build a business authentically and on your own terms. If you are a multinational woman and ready to build a business authentically while maintaining your uniqueness and individuality, welcome to the Mixed and Melted. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Elle with you today, and I have a special guest uh, here, and I'm just so excited to have this conversation with her today. And I thank you, Allison, for joining us. Hi. Hi, thanks for having me, Elle. I'm really excited to have this chat today. Me too. Um, before we jump into the chat, let me introduce Allison. Come get soulful. Allison Prophet is the founder of Profit Coach, creator of the Soulful Entrepreneur Summit and Community, and also just launched a podcast called Soul, Talk Soul Talks with Prophet and Paul. She's a business coach and consultant who takes a holistic approach in helping purpose-driven small business owners feel more heart-centered and soul-aligned in the sales, marketing, and operations aspects of their business. Allison's work is informed through a background in human resources, operations, sales, and marketing, and she's also a certified energy leadership coach through the Institute of Professional Excellence in Coaching. After four failed business launch attempts, she found the magic ingredient, which is that joy is the best business strategy. She's passionate about guiding her clients to finding this joy in their business and allowing their intuition to guide the way. In her spare time, she enjoys exploring the glorious nature of where she lives in northern Colorado, rock climbing, singing at the top of her lungs, and spending time with friends. I love it! Welcome, Allison! <laughs> Hi, I'm so excited to just be here and connect, and we've had some time to get to know each other over the past few months, and I can't wait to just be more connected with your audience and, and uh, all the women that uh, tune in to the work that you do. Yeah, thank you so much, Alison. And thank you. Uh, so me and Alison met at the Soulful Summit, like I mentioned, uh, that she organizes. And um, it was such a beautiful event. Um, you know, just the message and content and all the work behind the scenes that <laughs> was put on by you and uh, sometimes is is not as visible to others, but I know it takes a lot and it was just a beautiful event. So thank you for doing that for business owners. Thank you for having that. And of course, thanks for having me there as well. So before, um, when we jump to a conversation, one of my favorite questions that I like to ask is um, what makes you different from others and why, why is this path? Why did you choose this path for your business? Yeah. So as, as you mentioned in my bio, my background's in human resources. So I did that for 15 years. And I actually, when I had the first idea of starting a business, I was gonna do corporate coaching and consulting because I loved the work I was doing within organizations. And I ended up a couple of weeks after I finished my coaching program, I actually lost my HR job unexpectedly. Mm. And I, did feel like it was one of the first like God moments of uh, following my intuition and just recognizing that 
getting fired from my HR job was supposed to happen um, because it was a launch pad for me to be able to just jump in and do a business. Mm -hmm. And um, what I realized, even though I had all of this experience in the business world, I knew nothing about small business ownership. <laughs> uh -huh. And so uh, I had a lot of different things happen over uh, a short, a relatively short period of time of losing jobs and trying to start my business. And I moved a whole bunch of times and I got a divorce. I had a lot of life happen. And in all of those life experiences, I continued to lean into the principles I learned in my coaching program around like finding purpose in the pain and uh, really looking at things through the lens of what's the opportunity and and being curious about things instead of judging them as good or bad or right or wrong and just leaning into that. And the the three times, the four times that I tried to launch my business, I did find myself continuously looking out out there in the world, going online, who's doing a program, what's the checklist, what's the funnel, like trying to find all the right answers, the right systems in order for my business to take off the way that I knew it could. And when I paused and recognized that the only way to do my business was the way that was best for me, I realized that like that was a thing, right? So like that's my thing your path to business is the best path for you. Sure, there's best practices. So I'm not saying like start from scratch, but you have to look at all the things that are out there and decide which ones fit best for you and not judge like your success or failure based on like, oh, I followed this formula to a T. And I know, Elle, like you do a lot of uh, work around personal branding. It's very similar, right? I can't just replicate my brand against like some other business coach and just look at what are they charging and how are they selling and who are they selling to and I'm just going to copy and paste and just insert my name like do a find replace um and so the that became my differentiator and and it initially started by teaching people how to sell in a way that feels really good to them so profit coach started more doing like sales and marketing coaching because I had a sales job. This was the very last real job that I had before I started Profit Coach. I worked in a sales position at Constant Contact and that taught me how to sell, but they wanted me to do it in a really authentic way. And I know you talk a lot about the importance of authenticity. And when I started Profit Coach, because that was the missing piece of like knowing and understanding how to sell, because we're so passionate about our businesses, we 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 want to sell it, but we don't know how to sell it. And and if we're true with ourselves, like we don't want to be in sales conversations. But like that's how you have a business. <laughs> so getting people to be excited about it. And I think because I've walked the path of like failing four times and then collecting all of these experiences of like. HR and then operations experience and then sales and marketing and then having a really powerful foundation of energy leadership coaching. Those all combined are my differentiators. And I love to say that I don't just do coaching, but I do consulting and training because a lot of small business owners want their hands a little bit in it because that's the fun part. It's the creation. So <clears throat> I love that. I love two things you mentioned. Um, one of them is always being always, always 
question and bring the attitude of whatever happens questioning that or maybe you know accepting that but having that sense of wonder mm, I wonder why that happened right oh mm, that's interesting instead of maybe overreacting or judging it uh, not appropriately right or whatever we do so I love that I love that because business owners the journey of a business owner is so unpredictable right it's, it's, it's like someone said it's not a straight line it's curved right and you know two steps forward two steps backwards and so I love that you said that um, having that curious mindset and just accepting everything I love that the second thing I love you said is um, sales and marketing so uh um, approaching it from the sense of being authentic and um, and yeah and the personal brand we talked about and just being you and how soulful being you connects all of that I love that because each one of us has that something in us that no nobody else has and once we start into really touching that then we approach, then the whole business becomes in the sales. I feel like the sales, in my experience at least, it doesn't, it's not a drag on or it's not like something that it comes naturally because we are doing what we're supposed to be doing. It's, yeah. And so I just love that. So thank you for sharing that. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I think where people struggle is like the how part of it. So I, like I like to say, it's like bringing joy into like not only what they do, but how they do it and like connecting all of that with their soul. So one of my favorite uh, little sound bites, if you will, is that a lot of people feel a little weird about sales and if you can identify like what your top three values are like your your personal values and your values in your business and realize that sales is just an act of your top value so for me my top value is connection so I view sales as an act of connection. And so when you take away that like this other pressure and just realize that like how you sell, as long as you're connecting it and doing it through the lens of your top value, it won't feel icky. But helping people with the how part of that is just so much fun to me because I feel like I had to figure that out too. I mean, working in a sales organization where they're literally listening to your sales calls. I mean, sometimes my manager would come up to me and she would be like, why are you trying to sound like Sam two cubicles away? Where are you today? You're not sounding like yourself on the phone. That was really powerful because she's like, when you show up and sound uh -huh. like yourself, you sell better. So go do that because, you know, when you start having a bad day or your sales start dropping, you start thinking, oh, I'm doing something wrong. And it's like, no, that's actually just like how it works, you know? And so yeah. uh, getting that training and being in that kind of really supportive sales environment was a game changer for me. Wow. Wow. I like, I love that. I love that companies are doing that and it's just reminding of that. I love, I love that. Um, also, well, thank you for sharing that. Um, my next question is what do you mean joy being a business strategy and wh what do you, what do you mean by that as to, you know, applying joy as one of the business strategies? Can you? Yeah. So mm -hmm. when we think about like, let's take business out of it for a minute when we think about joy, what does, what's happening for you when you're in your own joy, Elle? Like, what are you feeling? What are you oh, thinking? What are you doing? Yeah. yeah, it's a great question. Um, I feel 
when I have joy, I feel I can move mountains. I feel whatever I can, whatever is on my mind, it's going to happen. I don't have, I don't have doubts. I don't have fear. I exist in, in the best realm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, if you think about that and how that shows up just in your personal life, right. And we're in these spaces and we're not worrying about tomorrow. We're not worrying about yesterday or ruminating on yesterday. And we're just so in the moment and experiencing everything fully and, and expressing and just, just in it. Yeah. Feeling like we can move mountains. That's why joy is the best business strategy. Because when you're in that, when you're in that space, it's not just like, fake it till you make it. It's like there's physiological things happening in your body. Like your brain is allowing endorphins and, and, and oxytocin and serotonin and, um, you know, and dopamine, like all of those things that are physiologically expansive. So if you can be in an expansive state, Mm. When you're doing your business, instead of this more like doubting, worrying, even planning, I have a weird relationship with the word planning. Because if you think about planning, we're like this, right? We're like, let me put a plan in place so I can then control where we're going, right? And when we do this, even from a money mindset perspective, because I've done money mindset work and now I integrate that into my work. Because when we're like this, what can we, we, we're not open to getting anything else, right? And also, if you do this with your hand, if you grip your hand, I realize this is a podcast and people that are listening to the audio don't have any idea what I'm doing. But if you take your hand and put it in a fist and, and, and whether you are squeezing that fist tightly or you're just holding your hand in a, in a fist, anything that you open your hand to grab onto, you'll let go of, it'll drop right? And so planning is this thing that I think we want to be mindful of our relationship with it. Are you doing it because you are trying to control everything? Because you feel like if I do this, then that. I mean, it's more complex than that. We want to think about even just just being intentional and being conscious. I mean, the same can be true for like how we breathe, right? I mean, obviously, we're all breathing all the time. But there's a difference between just breathing autonomic uh, automatically and like consciously breathing it creates different results so if you are open and expansive and patient right like if we take slow patient breaths that feels different it's creating something different physiologically in your body and so you can apply those types of principles in your business i don't know if any of that made sense It does. It does. I actually, and while you were talking, I actually did the same thing. And, you know, I really literally felt like I put my fist on and I felt, you know, control, like what, what you were talking about. That's so true. And I also feel like the other part of it, uh, when we are in a joyful state, we attract low attraction, we attract more of that. So we attract, you know, having that, like you mentioned, physiologically, because we are in that state of mind and emotion, we tend to attract more of that. And so the, the, we're vibrating on a different level and yeah. we attract more for our business. We attract more for our life. I love that. Um, I love that. Joyful. So employ joy uh, as one of your business strategies for sure. Yes. <laughs> 
I love that. I've never said that phrase like that. I'm going to snag it. Employ joy. I love that. <laughs> it's like that, that ought to be the first thing person or entity that you hire. Employ joy. Yeah. <laughs> Build your team. Employ oh, joy. Yes. I'm gonna, I think this is the start of a social media post campaign. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. I love it. I love it. You're welcome. Um, awesome. So I love this conversation. Soulful and joyful. And, you know, um, I believe as the more people and we do talk about businesses in our podcast and business growth and business development, uh, you know, and all of those things that we talked about sales and marketing operations. And I feel like joy and having joy and having those conversations, the soulful um, attitude and what you mentioned, um, authentic sales and marketing, all of that, the whole world will get better and, and people will be, you know, operating from the unique zone from their strengths. So I love that. So thank you for sharing that. I feel yeah. like we could talk and more and more and more on, on that topic because it's so vast, but also so important, especially yes. at times Right now, there's so much going on, uh, you know, around the world. So I think that is so important to go back to. And it's an important reminder for today. So thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I want to move on to the rapid fire questions. Ooh, I love these kind of things. Let's do it. <laughs> awesome. Are you ready? I Yeah, I mean, I, I there, there, there was no preparation. So I'm here. <laughs> Beautiful. Your favorite book name is? I really love the book. Oh, man. Okay. Can I use two? Can I, yes. can I pick two? Yes. <laughs> so my my one favorite book is The Voice of Knowledge by Don Miguel Ruiz. He's the author of The Four Agreements. Oh, I love that book. I love The Four yeah. Agreements. Yeah. So if you love The Four Agreements or if you've never read it, read The Voice of Knowledge first. Okay. He talks about how it, it's really about judgment. Um, when we learn language is when we learn judgment. Mm -hmm. We are born as images of love. We don't know anything different. And mm -hmm. as we start learning language, the voice of knowledge, the voice of judgment begins coming in. And so he just talks about really having the awareness about it and how we can unlearn knowledge that maybe doesn't serve us and re- uh, you know, re-define um, what different words mean and how we judge things and things like that. So that's my first favorite book. The other favorite book, which was a life changer for me, I read it after my divorce, is called Attached. And it's about um, adult attachment theory. And it's by Amir Levin and Rachel. I never remember her, the other author's name, but it's about adult attachment theory and it's really about relationships like intimate relationships but it is so applicable to all relationships and i mm -hmm. think every high schooler should read the book and then we should reread it like four times in our life <laughs> oh, read it yeah I'm gonna put so it on good. my list for sure both of those books Perfect. Um, i love it thank you for sharing yeah i want to read it um okay beach or mountains Oh, I am. Uh, I'm totally a mountain girl. I live in northern Colorado. I can be in the mountains in 10 minutes. Um, I did grow up closer to the beach and I miss it, but I'm totally a mountain girl. Awesome. Well, so we are doing Women of the World Network podcast international. So favorite international destination to visit for you? Oh, so I've done a lot of cruising in the Caribbean. 
<clears throat> there's other places that I, I have so many places on my list, but in the Caribbean, the two places that I loved um, the most, uh, one was Dominica. Um, it's a small island um, and they've got so much nature. It's a volcanic um, island and uh, just rivers and freshwater lakes and hot springs and vegetation like jungles and rainforests oh, wow. and I have so to check that stunningly out. beautiful. And then Barbados um, would be my second choice. Um, the beaches there are phenomenal. The water is amazing. So yeah, I would say those two places. Mm, awesome. And so many more on my list. So yeah. <laughs> any women that want to invite me like to your place, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, right? I love it. Summer or winter? Summer. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I like to camp and be and play outside. So um, you can do that here in Colorado in the winter also, but um, summer is a little bit more fun because you don't have to pack as much. So yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, love summer. Um, and my last question will be things that you have discovered about yourself recently. Ooh, so you and I talked a little bit. I have a lot of things happening in my life right now, big life things. And um, my joy is always available to me. Mm -hmm. And um, it doesn't mean that I'm not experiencing the range of emotions. That This is not toxic positivity stuff. It's just a matter of when we know that joy is always there and we seek it, even in times of difficulties and trauma, um, you'll be better off for it. And people will notice. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I've been surprised that because it's like it's just little bits of joy. <laughs> But I've been surprised at the way that people have picked up on it and commented on it and just indicated how inspired um, they are that I'm going through these really big major life things and yet I'm still showing up. And so I've learned that I think that's a part of my like innate gifts and the gift that I'm supposed to bring into the world is to model that and teach it. I love it. Turn to yeah. joy. Yeah. Yeah. I love how you mentioned toxic positivity as well. I think it's, yeah, it's, we need to experience it, but it's all, I feel like it's all interconnected. This whole, this whole, uh, the, the top, the things we talked about and even the book that you shared, you know, not having the judgment, but not the judgment, but the right attitude toward things, right. And approaching them accordingly and judging them maybe accordingly as well. Alison, I want to thank you so much for taking time today in the midst of everything that's happening in your life. Take your time to talk today. And uh, um, I know it's going to bring a lot of value. And uh, thank you so much. We're going to post links for how to connect with Alison um, in the comments below. And yeah, and thank you for being honest, open, authentic, transparent. And I look forward to speaking with you soon again. Yeah, sounds great. And definitely we'll, we'll see you within the Soulful Entrepreneur Summit community. It's a, you know, just like you, it's just bringing that aspect into the world. And uh, we, we do tons of free events. And so just so grateful that you're now a part of that Soulful Fold. So looking forward to welcoming more of you amazing women into it. Thank you. Thank you, Allison. Bye.